The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Lots to talk about. Sounds good. We're Beyond. Good. Oh, sorry. Let's do it again. No, no what, you don't do the rolling starts anymore. I've ne- I never really did. I always just started you, you recording. Did a few you're like, we're, we're recording. I, I, I want to. All I want to do is make sure that you know it's recording and it'll get your first Beyond properly. All right. So. I like, but I want all, everything we just did. I want to still be in the show. Oh, okay. So we are just keeping yeah, all this. This is what we do. This is how, this is a conversational, conversational podcast. podcast. Are right, you ready? Yep. Beyond. 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 Hey. Oh, come on. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 182. I'm your host, Greg Miller, alongside the robot cleaning, Ryan Clements. Hello. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. And a bitch, Anthony Gaez. Yeah. <laughs> hey. What's up, bitch? Let's talk about a few things right off the bat. Colin, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you no, so sad? Nothing's wrong with me. What's wrong? You're usually sad, but you're like especially sad today. I'm just really tired today. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm really tired. Do you think it's from watching Roseanne all night long, every night? No, I, I haven't been enjoying that though. It's been a lot did, of fun. Though. Did you not sleep well last night? No, I slept. I slept fine. I just, uh, I'm just really tired. I don't know. And uh, I'm being guilt tripped today into not hanging out tonight. So yeah, well, I, it's a, yeah. it's a that's bitch move. Of, that's kind of. The, I mean, it's a bitch move it a, not to say beyond when you don't even have a catchphrase for your dumb shows. When you come on here, you want to say beyond, and now you won't, you won't even come out and hang out. Get I feel like a, it's, I feel like it's not my place to say it. It's like your guys' thing. But you're a guest on the show, and and also we like we we encourage other people to say it because it's just a sign of the community. It's like you know being being on the show. It's fun. Of course, if you don't want to, if you want to be a little... I'll say it on the next one. Just shut up and move on. Okay. Maybe I will. No, I'm coming to you next. Don't think you're getting off the hook. Okay. Colin, fix you. What's wrong with you? No, nothing. It. Nothing's wrong I with think, me. I, I think it's... Why I, don't you want to hang out tonight? We we're going to go to Pete's Tavern, which I just won a $25 gift certificate to. I'm very excited about. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I, 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 I dropped my business card in the little vase no in the beginning. No way. You actually won something they, from I, that? Somebody must have hand-delivered it because it was up my. I came to my IGN <laughs> mailbox and it was there. Not like with a post stamp on it or anything. Just like a, a written note that I won it. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I'm just really tired. I don't want to hang out if I'm not going to be at my best. You know? Yeah. My best is quite exemplary, but I also I think Colin I think Colin got uh, too upset because when I guilt trip him, it's only because I love hanging out with this guy, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see him out. Now, if he if he really does not want to go out, I would never force anyone to come out and then feel like shit, and then I, and then I would just feel like shit if they came out for no reason, right? right. Well, but I just get sad when Colin doesn't come out with us. That's well, all. to me, it's just like well, there's two things. The first thing was that. You know, in my experience, my friends, you know, sometimes you go like, hey, you want to hang out? Oh, no, I can't. Hang out. I don't want to really hang out today. Oh, okay. But when, when it's this, it's like it's like everyone makes plans. Everyone's like, all right, we're going to watch a movie. And Colin, you're coming tonight. Right, right. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think I am going to come. What the fuck? 
You're not coming out? There was, it's a, like, what, there was a 30 fucking... email chain last night discussing what movie we would watch. I didn't take yes. I didn't take part in that. Oh, did you not? Because I could. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what did you say like, at the very end? That we should watch you Red said, Dawn. You said, I want to watch. I'd, I'd go for Caddyshack, and then you said Red Dawn. At no point did you say, I want to watch Caddyshack or Red Dawn. P.S. Not coming. I, I P.S. Don't a, get your hopes up to hang out with I me. I had made a decision. Yeah, plus, plus now we know that Levi. He only does everything. Let's you down. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that is something. Uh,. But now, know, we know, know. now we know Levi yeah. thinks tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Levi will be here tomorrow. We know. We're yeah. going to go out afterwards. Colin, yeah. I, think, I think the only reason I said I was frustrated, and you have every right to do whatever you want, especially because you're my buddy, and I will protect your right to do whatever. <laughs> but I think the only reason I get frustrated is because it is very consistently that you will go home early, go to you know watch your TV and go to bed, and it's more rare for you to come out. So on the on the occasions where we do something that's tailored for like it's very easy. We're like in the off where we go around the corner for dinner, we come back to the office, and then we can all go. I can even like help you know go home with you, share a cab or something like that. That's when I get I get sad that you can't come. Well, we'll see what happens. Sir. If you if you are actually not feeling well and you want to go home, that's totally fine. Oh, I feel fine. I'm just really tired. I, I mean, what are we watching today? I'm not gonna watch some garbage. I don't know. I forget. I don't know. I know. Well, he'll he'll brought in a, like several movies for us to choose from. Right. It, we just want to have fun. Anthony, do you want to stay? I I have plans tonight. All right, good. Um, so we need to replace Colin. I say we pick up Scott Lowe. He he's always down for hanging out. Yeah, but um, I mean, we I can wouldn't have made anyone. the plans that I had if I had been included on a thirty email chain. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm actually surprised that he didn't, didn't include more people. Yeah, I wanted. I thought. I think, you I know how Hillary is. Hillary starts at you know talking to you, then somebody else gets involved, and yeah. that's it. That's how it does it. Anthony, your problem now. What's your deal? What You're one you of mean? my favorite people in this office, and you treat me like shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I poke it's fun at you because act. you can take it. Can I? Yes, of course you Are can. Have you ever looked at Pertillo's stomach? <laughs> oh, I cut him at night for every jab thrown my way. No, I don't do that. Don't do that to your dogs. Especially uh, wiener dogs. Uh, let's start the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. No, you go ahead. I don't Let Anthony do it. He likes to read it when he's here. You want to read the news? Yeah. yeah. Let me see. Remember, these stories were gathered by the one and only Colin Moriarty. Uh, his opinions are not necessarily the opinions of Podcast Beyond. I love you, vegetarians. Little concrete information is known, but Sony has come under attack by hackers who are angry at the company for pursuing legal action, legal action against those responsible for breaking open the PS3 in recent months. This hacker group known as Anonymous attacked Hip Hop Anonymous attacked Sony properties, including uh, the PlayStation blog and the PlayStation Network itself, causing sporadic outages. No one wants to ever piss off Anonymous. Let's no. be very respectful for them. Yes. Because they're very powerful. Yeah. Uh, Knight's <laughs> Fury wrote in and says, It seems a group of angry hackers have embarked on an anti-Sony crusade and are set to target Sony services, including the PSN store. Can I get your thoughts on this and what it means for PSN users? Peace out. Uh, I'm You, yeah, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave my bank accounts alone, sir. Yeah, it just means that uh, you're going to have sporadic service until either mm -hmm. Sony manages to combat it, which I doubt, or until they get bored. Yeah. This also, this is also just a lesson to all of us: respect people that are fucking smart, like, <laughs> like Anonymous, for example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a shitty situation all around. Like, I mean, I don't want people hacking the PSN, but they're mad and they have the ability to, and Sony's slow to react to this kind of thing, and now. You know, PSN's been down maybe because of what they're doing to it or maybe because Sony's trying to fix it and not fun times. Yeah. I'm not worried, personally. I, sh I you know, Sony, I haven't done anything to anger. Sony being yeah. a Japanese company needs to hire ninja assassins That's what it to is, come then. here and track down these people. I'm not saying I would condone that. I'm just saying it's just like a huge Japanese company. I'm just Ninja uh, assassins? Yeah. Shinra? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shinra. Colin, how do you feel about this? 
Hmm? I think it's lame, but I mean, like, I, I, you know, what are we really going to do about it? It's like a group of hackers are angry that Sony's protecting their console. And, I mean, thousands yeah. of people. That's really what it is. It's just like, I don't know. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand why people get so pissy about what Sony trying to protect their flagship hardware from being broken open. You know, like, I don't really understand why anyone would be mad about something like that. You know, More they're important. trying to protect the user experience. More importantly, if these people care so much about the Sony platform and stuff like that that they want to protect and, you know, go, like, I don't, I can understand, like, I'm not saying that I agree with it, but I can understand why they're trying to, like, uncover information about, like, Sony executives and stuff, right? They want to, like, fuck with those people on a personal level. Yeah. Okay, those people represent that company, but when you're you're messing with the PSN, you're just hurting other people who are other just players. like you. Yeah. They just want to play their games. Yeah, that just seems wrong. I don't think it's like... like you're not winning any, any like, like I, I don't think to myself, man, those anonymous guys are good guys. Like, when I can't get on PSN, I'm like, ah, fuck those guys, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, like, good feelings about them, even if I can understand. I mean, this whole thing is that, in a way, in not, don't get me wrong, I'm not comparing this to anything globally. It's terrorism, right? Like, it's cyber terrorism. They're just totally bullying, bullying around and fucking things up, trying to get people to listen, which doesn't make people listen. It just makes people not like you and not want – they could be making whatever point they want to make, Anonymous, and by doing this, they seem like a bunch of assholes that nobody wants to listen to. That's the thing. They can do it, but there's more constructive ways to do it exactly. or, or targets they could have take a, taken on that would have won more people to their cause. How is Sony going to respond to this? They can't just say, okay, you guys are right now. Anytime you want, anytime you want us to listen. That's the exact. That's, the, that's the exact thing. Is like, so like, what do you do? Like, what ends are you trying to achieve? Like, Sony. They not, want Geohot. Like, what they want him uh, not released from jail, but they want the charges dropped or whatever, right? Well, that's not going to happen because Sony wants. Sony has nothing to lose by trying to make an example of the guy. Yeah. You know, and they're going to they're going to proceed proceed. And like you said, like there's really no end. There's no end game. So. It just doesn't make any sense. Like Anthony said, it ruins the experience for place for millions of people that want to be on PlayStation Network. It pisses them off. They didn't do anything. You yeah. Know? If anything, it's going to make a jury have some sort of negative association with GeoHots as being somehow associated with people like this. Yeah, he's I, somehow a part of a community that would do something like this. It, it makes the whole situation worse or whatever. I mean, in in many ways. I mean, and and also like I don't think it's cool that they're going after like Sony executives finding out where they live, finding out their children's name, all that stuff. That's sick. Like it's a I, fucking. Not, if someone someone hacked a PlayStation Three, Sony is suing them, and now we're gonna go after people personally. Like yeah, that's, that's cool. Dumb. That's dumb. Like I'm that's not, okay. I'm not know? saying that's okay either, but I'm saying that makes more sense for is that, what you're saying makes, for what they're trying makes, to, in a terrorist crazy world. Yes, that, that makes, makes more, more sense, sense than than harming a random user experience. I like I, I you know I don't you know I don't know these guys. I don't really care. It's just like you know. I don't really understand the point of trying to do that, to try to ruin the user experience for everyone to make a point that you're not making. Because if you read the comments on any story about this anywhere on the internet, everyone hates them. So it's like, there's like very few people that are like, oh, they're doing a great thing. They're like, no, I wanted to download fucking Red Faction or whatever yesterday yeah, yeah. and I couldn't get on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I didn't do anything. I, I, you know, and, and most people, the vast majority of people that use PS3 are honest. They buy their games and they support Sony and what they're doing because Sony's trying to protect their hardware and trying to protect... Um, you know, uh, a legacy, a PlayStation legacy. So, do you so give any validity? And, and I, this is something I've never looked at a PS3 or anything I've ever bought. Like I've never looked at my toaster and been like, I own this toaster, so now I can make it into a microwave. That's basically the argument people have about the PS3 is that they own it, they should be able to do whatever the hell they want to it and make it run Linux or you know, in the extremes, you know, work a Connect or whatever. All this other crap. I think I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem stems from the user agreement that you sign when you go on PlayStation Network. And since it's distributed and, and the hack is online, I think that's where the crux of the issue lies. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think anyone's saying you can't do XYZ to your PlayStation 3. I, think, I don't think the problem even is that he did XYZ to his PlayStation 3. The problem is that he distributed it. 
Yeah. You know? And told people how to do it, and that's the problem. Yeah. You know? So, and I think that is a huge problem. Sony has, Sony might not win, but they're trying to make an example, just like the RIA made try to make example of people, you know, with Napster and, and all that stuff. And even that guy got like house arrest for downloading like Hulk off of, right, off right, of right. the internet and stuff like that. Like they're trying to make examples of people. And they, and to be fair, RIA did in a way successfully scare the shit out of people because people were getting letters in the mail saying like we're suing you for you know 1.5 million dollars per song you had. You know, on your computer or whatever. So these guys are trying to do this, the same thing, and I don't blame them. And I think it's it's just juvenile and stupid to try to, like, ruin people's experience to try to make a point. That's not going to work. Yeah. So, like you said, Sony's not going to be like, oh, you guys win. You're attacking the PlayStation Network. There's smart people at Sony. You know, they they can, I'm sure, fix the problem, and they'll, they'll go back and forth and it'll be tit for tat like it's been with other things. And that's I feel like there's so many more uh, genuinely conflicting moral things that the talented people at Anonymous could be applying their things to. Of course. Like, how about instead of, you know, fucking with Sony over a video game console, you guys fuck with somebody that does something actually genuinely evil in the world. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. Those guys <laughs> those guys do have, those guys do have, like, legitimate, obviously have very legitimate skills. Oh, yeah. Know? And, like, that's great. So, like, why, it's like one of those, it's like a comic book. It's like, why don't you use your powers for, for good? good? They you know? call like, me Mr. Glass! They're, they're actually, <laughs> 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 they, uh, they're actually, like, you know, awesome things that they could be doing. Like, there are real cyber terrorists out there that are causing severe problems for innocent people. Mm-hmm. Fight them, and then yeah, that would be awesome. princes in Nigeria, they've had their chance. <laughs> or, or horrible corporations who actually do horrible things to people instead of like just pressing dumb charges about a video game console. That only happens in video games. Nobody, there's not, there's no corporation testing on people. It's stu- It's it, at the end of the day, it's just it's stupid. Uh, right. it's, a, it's a waste of time. Anyways, uh, apparently Sega released a new trailer for a new Sonic game, Sonic Generations, that no one will care about. It will arrive on <laughs> PS3 and later this year. Oh, so now Anthony Gaius <laughs> is putting his opinion in there. Now we now we're unsure what the what the spin is. Is it my spin or Anthony's spin? It's my spin. It's the spin <laughs> zone now. We're spinning left. But right. there's one spin and another spin cancel each other. Because honestly, the out. only people that are going to care are the people that are going to write into Beyond and be like, ah, Sonic. But you should check out my DeviantArt page where I draw pictures of me and Sonic fucking. You weren't. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> you you weren't I will check out that page, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you weren't on Beyond when that. I talked about how bad Sonic sucked, and I and I made people write Sonic in. Sonic does me, suck. Sonic, Sonic like, hasn't been good for years. Sonic has never been good. And that was that was my that was my argument was I wanted people to because Sonic One came out on PSN and I downloaded. It. I'm like, this game's clunky and it sucks. Like and and it sucked the last ten times I played it in my life. So why is it's why is everyone so excited about Sonic? And they, some people wrote in, some people supported me, some people didn't. It's crazy. You're not alone. It's crazy nostalgia, man. Go back and watch okay. things that you thought you used to love, like Thundercats, and you realize how terrible of a cartoon that was too. It is, but it isn't because I mean, you go back and play a game like Super Mario World, and that game's still a ten, and that makes Sonic look even worse since they're contemporaries. You know, yeah. so that was my argument, nonetheless. You have a good argument. Uh, I did like I said when I downloaded it for free off PSN. I was like, oh, man, this, I don't want to play this anymore. Game's balls. And Sonic Two came out for PlayStation <laughs> Plus yes on Tuesday. Yeah, and, that and, and I, I I was like, I don't even really care. Yeah, like, I get it eventually, but it's like when Sonic came out, I was like, oh, I was excited. Maybe I'm gonna give it another chance and stuff. Sonic Two, whatever. Right. Good feelings all around, folks. <laughs> Battlefield Three comes out this fall. Yes, it does. And it's going head-to-head with Activision's new Call of Duty project. EA's CEO, John Riccatello, said this about Battlefield 3 and Call of Duty. This November, we're launching Battlefield 3. It's going up against the next Call of Duty, which is presently the number one game in the game industry. A game that, will, a game that last year did $400 million revenue in, on day one. Uh, Battlefield 3 is designed to take that game down. There will be a couple hundred million dollars of marketing between these two products going to head-to-head. We think we have the better product. Everybody loves the heavyweight fight, and that's what it's going to be. We're here to compete. I like that. 
thought that was interesting. I like laying on the line. Why I'm not? Sh- I'm sure that they they want to compete, and I'm sure that Battlefield Three will be a critical and financial success. But I don't think it's it. not going to be Call of Duty. No, not no it's not going to do those numbers. But maybe this is the year they do. They, I mean, they are they come out swinging now, right? So now, hope you know, a regular Call of Duty fan saw that headline and clicked on it. Who you know doesn't read everything on IGN, doesn't listen to the podcast, and now they know about it, right? So it's it's a it's a you know. What, what a war of attrition! Little little wins here and there. I mean, I was playing Black Ops last night, and I don't know. Too black for you? No, that game. Too many That game is slowly but surely not. Too many black sh- ops. That engine is really starting to show its age. Yeah. Like, you know, like three years ago, it like was mind-blowingly good or whatever. Like when Modern Warfare came out, we we're like, holy shit, that game looks amazing. But I don't know. I agree. I think that they need to start making sacrifices to take that game down to 30 frames a second in favor of better-looking stuff. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. Here's the thing. Here's the wild card about the new Call of Duty is that uh, Raven, developer of 2010 Game of the Year Singularity, is, is uh, <sighs> working on working on uh, Call of Duty, and that, can, that could be... Uh, that could push the scales. In, in yeah, I think we've already decided. Remember, thing. it's going to be 2D, and you're going to have the singularity hand, and you walk in, you rewind time, and you fast forward time. <laughs> <It's laughs> all these dilapidated the stairs. Wait a second. Now I'm walking up rail stairs. I totally thought. To go back to the... The 30 versus 60 frame second, though, to make it a PlayStation valid point. That is what Insomniac realized as well, is that the love for 60 frames of second is hurting what they could be doing visually. And, you know, I think that that's something Call of Duty needs to realize, too, because games like Battlefield and Crisis and stuff are just, like, setting a bar that's going to make people be like, why does this game still look like this? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, it's based off of the Quake 3 engine. That's how old. But everybody loved Quake. Yeah, ten years ago. <laughs> well, hey, True. Duke Nukem. Yeah, no one's going to love that. Speaking um, of which, <laughs> we had a fan write into Beyond at IGN.com to be part of the show. Just like you can do it, his name is Dustin. Hey, fellas, Beyond, love the friggin' show, but what's up with you guys not giving Duke some much-needed love? Yeah, I get the fact that Duke Nukem Forever has been in development hell for an absurdly long time, therefore it can't possibly live up to the hype, and honestly, I'm not expecting it to. I'm starting to tire on all these serious military shooters, and Duke just looks like a nice, fun change. Do you really think the game is going to suck nuts? Much love, Dustin. Anthony, is it going to suck nuts? I don't get offended by that many things, but Duke Nukem even has one thing to me that I think is like horribly offensive. Ooh, Lesbi- I want to hear it. Lesbians in Let's the vibrator? No, it's like the multiplayer in it where you have to like capture the girl and bring her back to your base. Like you're, It's like capture the flag, but you're mm, trying to get I haven't her. I have heard about this one. And when she gets like too uppity, basically, you like slap her to quiet her down. No and way, really? Going. This is what I totally... Really? Oh, that's that's bad. Well, Are they it's a crazy? video game. It, who, come on, man. We can't be so sensitive that... To be fair, to protect Duke, it isn't supposed to be an over-the-top license. You know, he's supposed to be a womanizer and all these things. And, like, it's it's just one of those things. I mean, I, I don't think we should be any more offended by that than half the, than the Russian, the no-Russian level in Call of Duty. That's more offensive than that. You know, but we'll, 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 I thought we'll that that was offensive, too, but I, I do think that there are certain things that shouldn't necessarily be tolerated. Just like if a game had a... A, a, like a, you know, a character that just decided he wanted to call everyone a nigger. Like I wouldn't want that either. But you wouldn't tolerate like no. All right, so I don't disagree with you. But then you wouldn't. Then you don't support a movie like American History X. No, no. no. See, I, here's I, the. It's pro- trying to make a point, but I don't think this is trying to exactly. make a point. Exactly. Here's yeah. my point: is that you're talking about different weights of things. Also, the topic of the week. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the Russian airport level. That's trying to be very serious and very real. Whereas Duke is totally a parody of everything and being stupid, yada yada. So we're gonna parody, you know, abuse against women, like a dude who's just gonna hit a girl. I don't. I don't know. I, I, just, I guess I just thought that. I mean, like, I mean, if it was Homefront, yeah. And like, I, you know, you were being tortured by a Korean woman, and you got up and hit her. Okay. 
I understand the juxtaposition of what's happening there, why I'm doing that, what this is. Here you're hitting somebody. And not only – I mean I haven't played the level. I have no, This is my first time I've heard about it. But if, I, if it's just that I'm carrying her to my base and she's talking too much or being too stupid, you know, that, like that's just – uh, yeah. Yes. No, I, I mean, know, you, I you're, agree. Colin is right in that any fiction should be allowed to be created. Correct. And and as long oh, as I it, agree as, with that. as long I'm as I'm not saying they shouldn't be able to create. Right. Right. And as long as it's sort of you know protected and it's being you know it's being distributed to the right people at the right age with the right mindset, that's all fine and everything. But yeah, it totally depends on the context of the situation and what it what is it is being intended for. If you know, I I don't I think something like. Were you, are you talking about the airport level where like you're like yeah, a you terrorist in, you, yeah, or you, something? Yeah, you have to act yeah. like you're a terrorist and mow people. Like down. that. I mean, to me, that has like a real emotional, um, you know, context, and it's like, hey, it's that. trying to invoke something in the player. Whereas, what what am I trying? What is trying to be invoked with abusing a, a woman because she's talking too much? Uh. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it either. I mean, this is the first I've heard it yeah, as well. Yeah. But I mean, I just don't believe in any form of censorship, really. I mean, it's a piece of fiction. It's a work of fiction. Oh, I, don't again, think, I, I don't think anyone thinks it should be censored. It, yeah. can, it, could, it, should, it can be released. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, the KKK <laughs> could release a DVD that tells people that, you know. I think they've done that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think they've released DVDs. I'm sure they have. Yeah, I don't I don't believe in censorship. I'm just saying I personally find it. I think that's – yeah. I, I mean, all right, so here, here's where I stand. It's like, you know, there are all these awful works of fiction that we've read and seen and played. Grapes of Wrath? Grapes of Wrath. No, that's just boring. Oh. <laughs> I, I tell you the story about Grapes of Wrath? But mm. my, my sister's like a, 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 an English teacher, and she has her master's in literature or whatever, so she has like a bunch of just books that are yeah. in her house. And when I go there, I always like read random books or whatever, and Grapes of Wrath is one of those books where like every time I go there, I just pick it up and I read it in 20 pages, and I'm like, this book fucking sucks. It's very <laughs> yeah? slow. Like, it's this book slow. is so <laughs> bad. I just can't get through it. Oh. I like of Mice and Men. So the, it's not that I don't think that any work of fiction should be able to create it. It's just that it's a work of fiction that we're regularly featuring on a website that I'm associated with. Well, I mean, that's kind of the point I was making was, in a sense, is that, you know, so the, all these wor- all offensive works of fiction exist. Like, I brought up American History X. That's a su- super offensive movie. Uh, but it's a movie, and it's not you. So, I mean, it, you know, as long as you're not doing all of these things, as long as you're not hitting a woman, that's all you can control. It's the but power you of attention. Are. I mean, it's first-person shooter. But so then, so I mean, then, like, in American History X, you're not making the choice. I'm, and I'm saying that as me, I don't want to play a game where I, I would be hitting a, my but character. You, but you do want to play a game where you're mowing down civilians in an airport. Of course. I'd like to do that in real life. Which is worse, though. I mean, obviously one is worse than the other. So you're basically just p- pointing out something that's really much less I'm ta- severe. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the Greg Miller line in the sand. Not not whatever line for everybody so else. So the Greg Miller is. line in the sand is that you would take an assault rifle and kill children in an airport, but you wouldn't hit a woman. I say I wouldn't do either. But in a video game, uh, you know, well, I was maybe joking you do about both. really doing it in real life. I'm just I, saying. I don't really want to mow people uh, Obviously. In uh, but I'm saying. I, but that I, was I think crucial it's a, it's to the story. Straight. That made sense for what was happening in that story. That was one of the best parts yeah. of that game is how they set all that up and you it made you – you didn't have to shoot anybody. But you had to act like you were one of these terrorists and you had to make your way through just to, spoiler, get killed at the end anyway because they knew. Whereas this is, according to Anthony, based on the two-second snippet we have from him of what's happening, just a stupid multiplayer game where I'm just running someone across the map yeah, and hitting there's, it's, it is. I would have the same argument – I mean – I, I I guess in general I, I don't I don't I can't even I wouldn't I wouldn't be as like uh, that sounds I, I wouldn't be offended as like I don't want to play that kind of thing if it was just I guess dragging some dude around and he was doing it you know what I mean but this is a, the position of power right like I would be offended if it was some very stereotypical homosexual person you know what I mean as the you know the way that I'm sure the Duke universe would you know picture a represent person. that person yeah exactly yeah. then I'd be offended if it was Duke carrying a Duke clone then. That's stupid and that's goofy and that's what the whole world's about. I'm, a f- I mean, I, I think the whole 
I'm not a Duke fan, as we know, and I think just Love the whole either. the whole beginning section of like he getting a blowjob from two girls, which makes no sense. But then he comes up, yeah, you know, how was the game, Duke? And like that whole thing sounds stupid. <laughs> in, like, the, Dude, I don't think anyone, anyone's, no one's disputing that 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 you've game been was... saying Duke is Steinbeck. Yeah, I, yeah, because they both <laughs> all <suck>. the time. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not disagreeing with you that Duke looks fucking awful because I don't think that game looks fun at all, yeah. and I'd have no desire to play. It, I but... mean, generally, I think we on a lot of ways here are all on the same page. Yeah. We sound like we're disagreeing more than we are. Like nobody here thinks that we should have censorship. Correct. I'm right. just I personally, just I'm much. like that sounds dumb, and I don't like that. I just don't yeah. have much of an interest in playing. I that. guess I just don't get offended by anything in the fictional realm because because it's because like, it is in fact because fiction. it's fiction. Like yeah. I get much more offended by things that happen in real life. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I trust me. I'm, I'm I'm acting like I'm like super offended by this, but I'm also I'm much more in line with you, Colin. Where like I see things all the time, and I, I my my knee jerk reaction is to eye roll, like, oh Jesus, this is what you're offended about. This is what you're offended about. Yeah, like, yeah. But that was just one that I just heard, and I was like, just seems, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, so come four public beta is underway. Previous only PlayStation Plus subscribers and gamers who received a voucher with their Killzone copy Killzone three were able to play. Now everyone with access to PSN can get in. The public beta began on April fifth and will run through the thirteenth. So come for a set for release on April 19th. It's not a beta. This so close to release, it's not a beta. No, it's I mean, a demo. It's, well, they'll have patches probably. But yeah, I mean, it's just test, you know, network stress, see how to do this. I mean, I've that. even heard developers say at this point that there's no such thing as, as betas anymore. They're just demos because mm. that's how they have to think about them because people that are playing their games. It's not like back in the day where when it was like in the PC world, you had to like know where to look on forums and stuff to be like, oh, I'm going to beta test this cool game that's coming out. Yeah. Now they make it so publicly announced and available that it's like, the game has to be polished enough that they know this is what people are going to be judging their purchase experience on. And also how many people go through the proper channels, right? When you sign up for one of these, they say, hey, please come to you know whatever forum to tell us what bugs you see and yada, yada. Mm. Nobody does that. They go on Twitter and they're like, man, this fucking sucked and this blah, blah, blah. And then they're, they forget about it. I'll tell you what. I'm not a SOCOM fan at all. Have uh, you played the new one? Any of them? No. Uh, I, I played, I'm I played, excited for this new one. The first one, I actually bought the network adapter oh, and yeah, yeah. SOCOM and then I just brought it back. I meant this one. Uh but, uh, so yeah, that was on PS2, and I didn't really care about it. Yeah, me and Poe tried to play that. It didn't work out. Uh, but mm-hmm. I have seen, I mean, the, what what I've seen, I guess the general consensus is that the, it's not very good. But I don't know. What? Uh, that's what I've been reading on the boards. All the comp- There's myriad uh, complaints. Our boards or the SOCOM boards? No, I got the SOCOM boards. We're on Twitter yeah, and all SOCOM that stuff. The SOCOM boards are full so the thing about SOCOM, very mad that it went away from the I was going to say, the thing about SOCOM 4 is that, yeah, they are definitely trying to make this a little bit more accessible to a much wider audience because the amount of money it takes to make a game like SOCOM, the SOCOM audience can no longer fund that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the realities of yeah. the world. But I've, I've played it, and I played the cooperative with you and stuff, yeah. and I was thinking, this is really fun. To me, this is... And, and having a... They're, like, one of the few games that are still out there that are allowing you to command squads. Like, squad command games, I, it is a very niche sort of thing that only certain people really love, like myself. But, man, that is... It is woefully underrepresented at this point. Like, even the new... Uh, like a Ghost Recon game isn't going to really have squad commands. It's yeah. like such just going the way. I, I've always, always like almost fantasized about a game where it's a. a, a co- I want to know your fantasies. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Tell me all your fantasies. It's a a, co- a cooperative <laughs> shooter, right? Uh-huh. And to actually find a group of people that are fucking smart and coordinate 
all the time as in like stay in like a tightly like move together you know like actually like say like all right you go and then they go around the corner and then they're like clear and then they actually like act like a real fucking squad I, I, as opposed to 99.9 percent of every online experience i've had where I'm like hey let's work together Leroy hey cool Jenkins. and then everybody just like goes everywhere someone will steal the jet fucking fly through the air <laughs> you know like whatever and the jet just fucking explodes <laughs> and then you're like oh my god people do you know how awesome you would win if you actually just really coordinated and not even like uh, not even like a skilled team that is just generally good and tries to help each other some of the time. I'm talking like real coordination. I can, I can tell like you constantly game, speaking. A game that's done this. And it's you can called, tell me. Yes. I'm it's ready. Called, it's called Left 4 Dead. Oh. And that is a game that has done that. I don't know about that. Oh, uh, man. We that don't know anything about that on this podcast. That's, I do. I, I play a lot of Left 4 Dead. <laughs> that game uh, requires it, a lot of coordination. Like constantly, Constant though? coordination. You okay. can play it if you want to fail over and over again, but to have any modicum of success, people do – even when I've just played random games online, people talk, and they're yeah. like covering is, each other's which back. Which is a good step. Healing each sure. other. For sure. Like, but a smoker it's just, got me. A smoker got I guess me. I it's sort of, it's the first game where your success is going to be based on how well other people are doing. In my opinion, it's one of the only games that really does that. Like because you're right, most online shooters and stuff that are cooperative, you're right. The first thing everyone does is like, yep, see ya. Gets in a just, tank, yeah, and you're like, hey, wait for me, thing. and they're just like, nope. I wish we were a video <laughs> podcast so everybody could see Anthony's impression of that. Oh, man. The last squad-based game I played was Rainbow Six Three on Xbox, and uh, I played it a lot. And I used to just kill my squad off in the beginning of every stage when I played single play. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. Like, yeah, this will be easier. It is. It's much easier. It's much. The game was much easier by myself than than with my squad. I thought, but that was kind of why I think what Anthony's talking about is, a, and you're talking about too, is a game that that requires more cooperation. And that's the problem you come back to with. Uh, in the PS3 is that it wasn't packaged with a headset, so thank still God, the majority. Of, but then it sucks <laughs> for games like this or any game where you do need to talk. Yeah, for, don't don't thank people. God the fact that we got less than what other consoles are. Oh, getting. I think it's great. I mean, I, for most games, I think it's awesome because you don't have to deal with people uh, talking. Well, to how you. about this? I you don't, don't, my, don't, don't plug my, in your fucking headset. Then, I don't on my Xbox. Either. At yeah, least at exactly. least like if we got if we got one, we would have the option if we want to use it. You don't have to like plug it in. If you yeah, don't there's want so to. many people who don't have headsets, and then. It, the, the complicated system of setting up a headset is such a True. When ass. we used to play Killzone 2 online, me and my friends, we used to first join a group chat on Xbox Live. A lot of people do that. And, yeah. and, and then switch channels to our PS3s and then help our Xbox. Oh my god, that's so, that's so embarrassing. I don't know, I, when I was playing DC Universe Online, I'd Skype. I would Skype yep. over that because it was everybody knew how to use Skype and not everybody knew how to use XMB. I just think, uh, I mean, I think we should be a little more thankful that uh, uh, PSN's a little cleaner. as a, That's the only reason it is. So... Uh, cleaner. I refuse so. to be thankful because uh, you know when the the twelve year old uh, boy who likes to you know yell insults plays on Xbox Live, he's got oh, his okay. headpiece, but he might not even be able to afford a Bluetooth or a headset for PlayStation Three or whatever. That might not even be in the calculation true, for what he's got to get, and that's that's that, that the option for a lot of people on PS3. That's why when you play a game, no one's talking except for in certain games like Killzone, people talk. I think so I think that's one of the reasons the PlayStation 3 has been held back, though. But on Xbox like, on yeah. Xbox 360, I can set my default things to I don't hear anyone who's not on my friends list. Exactly. And then I can choose to unmute people on my team. I think that's why you see more of our office. You know, I mean, on top of the fact that 360 had lead time and it wasn't a million dollars when it came out. I think that's one of the <laughs> everybody everybody who when there's a line when you talk to people who are like oh I play 360 primarily why oh all my friends are there yep. they want to be able to talk to their friends. If and I'm going to play an online multiplayer game, I don't buy it on PS3. Yeah. That's just how it goes. I mean, you and I, Colin, are big multiplayer people to begin with online. No. So, I mean, that's, you know. I like I like just text messaging with you anyway instead of talking online. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
This past year, EA pulled the plug on their basketball game, NBA Elite 11. Didn't even come out, even though the discs were pressed. Yeah. People, some people have copies of the game. That's that's the craziest part, is that Whoa. copies of the game are out there. People that's had like, pictures on like message boards and stuff of it. NBA 2K11 <laughs> ended up selling extremely well and met great critical success, awesome. too. But a little competition is good for our industry, and EA has announced that NBA Elite will return with NBA Elite 12. An additional announcement regarding EA's NBA titles was made as well. NBA Jam on Fire Edition will be released this October. That's nope. awesome. Does anyone here like basketball games? Uh, I have 2K11, but I have not played it yet. I want to. It looks awesome. Um, I think it's, uh, we're doing this the, the old uh, Podcast Beyond three weeks running joke now of extending the tape measure as far as you can. <laughs> it's over. It's past, Ron, it's, it's past Anthony's head. It's from, not break. It's good. <laughs> oh, oh, it finally oh. broke. How far did you get? How far did you get? Uh, I got to seven feet without, go. it, uh, without it going. Um, so I, can, I, can I think it's back. one of the best stories of last year, though, that uh, – Whatever. I, forget, I always forget which one did what. But 2Ks came out. And it was so good that EA's like, well, fuck this. Can't, bring, <laughs> can't put out our game. It was. I think it was a really nice move. They obviously ate a lot of money on that. And that's yeah. I think it was the proper thing to not turn people off to their franchise entire, you know, yeah. entirely. And then come back. We, NBA 2K is clearly like – I mean, I remember when Nate was here and he was playing the game at his house. I was there and he was playing. I'm like, this game looks awesome. Because I haven't played an NBA game extensively since yeah, NBA 2K. Yeah, the animations 2K. and everything make it look like real TV from far away. Like if it, you just walk through the room. Totally. Like, oh, it's TV. It was really cool. And there was a lot of – I really like the <laughs> Version oh, in TV? it and like the, the Michael Jordan stuff, like trying to recreate the Michael Jordan moments and stuff. That was really cool. It was a lot of thought put into that game. So, but competition's good. It's the one reason why Madden is, frankly, a subpar game now is because they they don't have any competition. So true. Um, I wish that you know there was NFL 2K or something like that. But. Australian retailer Game outed the new Call of Duty pack called Escalation, which is coming out May fifth. Uh, there's no pricing information yet, though Call of Duty packs are typically overpriced at fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be fifteen dollars. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet. There's no reason they wouldn't, when it's proven time and time again that people are willing to pay it. Yeah, for whatever reason, good, good for you if that's what you want to spend on it. Yeah, go have. Don't fun. complain about games. Call of Duty anymore. Yeah, we have so many people that complain about Call of Duty in like every first-person shooter thread or whatever. It's like, but s- someone out there is buying this shit. One in ten yeah. homes what, what, in America. What was that one in eight? Yeah, something like that. A really, a lot of you are buying it. Yeah, and I don't think I, I don't uh, the most offensive part about that to me to get offended again is just, and it's not, it's not their fault. It's not Call of Duty's fault. It's just parents' fault that I have all these friends that are like, oh yeah, my eight-year-old cousin plays that. I'm like, what? Your eight-year-old cousin plays that with a headset? Like, what the fuck is wrong with those parents, yeah, man? That's parents got to get on the ball. It's not like man. they're slapping women. Yeah, no, it's true, but they they also have horrible things where children get to see people get their knees blown off and stuff like that. I'm just like, who the? Get them ready for real war. Now, you see how the, the wars were involved. I, I, we it, need it soldiers. Just, it just mostly bothers me that their parents are so ignorant that what these games have mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And they'll blame it on they'll blame it on TV yep. and they'll blame it on gaming instead of just blaming it on bad parenting. Exactly, which is what not it is. being involved, paying in attention to the fact that you're buying in this game for your child. Yeah. yeah. Listen, that, that's the that's by the way the big problem. Like I, I grew up, uh, I I played a lot of games from a very very young age. You know, me too. And yeah, we all did. And it's like. My parents were still there to make sure I did my homework, and they were still there to make sure I wasn't watching TV all the time. And they go outside and play, and I did really well and and, in school. And I I played hockey year-round and all those things. Like, I did a lot of different things. Like, you don't have to just sit in front. I still got in plenty of game time. I still played everything I wanted to play, but there was balance. The only reason my parents let me play games as much as I did is because I seemed like I was otherwise doing well in everything else. Other respect. I had not completely forgotten social, you know, Times yeah, exactly. <laughs> you go sleep over at your friend's house. You go. I used to go play hockey. You go exactly. to school and video do well. Games. You go play baseball with your friends. You do those things, and then you play games. You My know? parents realized that video games for me were very much so a social thing. Like I wasn't. I was hardly ever just playing by myself. I was always yep. playing with friends. Exactly, man. 
Yeah, I almost sometimes I almost wish that we could go back like just temporarily and like to game culture when it was when we were all growing up where you gathered around you all like went over to a friend's house gathered around on the couch like got snacks played and then just played like <laughs> played Mortal Kombat or just play even played like Street Fighter or or just something Mario Kart I mean there's yeah, sneak a few oh, beers God. out of our dad's fridge I've never did that experiment with each other in the back room we but <laughs> now we're talking how does it work for you oh wow okay Jeez. wow Jeez. i'm offended, I'm offended. <laughs> uh no and i still remember when i would have i would just get i would fill up giant bowls of snacks put them down in my i had like a little entertainment center in my basement right we like built a room for video games in my house and I would have all my friends over, and we would all just play fucking Mario Party and be hysterical the entire time. We would go buy 100 tacos and 100 burritos from Taco Bell. <laughs> no way. And stay up on it. 100? Yeah. They, you can't do bucks. that in one order. So we would have to go like five of us and just do like 20 at a time. That's funny. Really? Yeah. Why would, why would you possibly need 100 tacos? Uh, You're staying up all night playing video games. Man, I feel like uh, – are you an immigrant to this country? <laughs> like, uh, Do you not realize what it means to be American? I did it because I fucking can. Yeah, and then I got in my truck. When they installed the when they installed the twenty four hour uh, Krispy Kreme down the street from me, that's what we did. We play video games and we'd go get two dozen donuts well, at three in the morning. All right, I guess. All right, to be fair, like my friends of like a group of six to seven would go to the twenty four hour McDonald's drive through like go. at four in the morning. Hamburgers. No, and we would be like, so they had a fifty piece chicken McNugget deal for like ten dollars, and we'd be like, we would like one, if not maybe two of those orders, please. And we would always like. Get give them a warning like we're like hey so hope you guys are ready because we're about to order 100 fucking chicken mcnuggets and they'd be like and they'd know us yeah they they the the drive-thru workers actually came to my friends didn't smoke pot growing up but there was definitely one time we went to taco bell and all of us had 20 dollar bills all five of us in the car and uh or no four of us there was four of us and we all 20s and no one wanted to break change or buy food for the others so we're like well i guess we're just gonna have to drive through the drive-thru four times nice so we did, and then as we came around the third time, the girl looked at us so strange, and we're like, we're sorry, we have 420s. And we're just like, oh, because we must have come across as so high, because it's like 3 in the morning, and we're just yeah. buying like obscene amounts will, of Taco Bell. I will also never, I'm sorry, I'm going to tell one more story. Right, I'm buddy? furious. Conversational, conversational podcast. podcast. We, it was me, my buddy Frank, I think my friends Grant and Kevin, they're in the back seat. We're in the McDonald's drive-thru. We're all just fucking sitting there, all right, waiting for our food. And this like shady dude is just like walking through the dark like coming up to our car and i was like the fuck is this guy what's happening and then like so he like knocks on the window and i'm like well this is not good so i like lower the li- the window just a little bit and my buddy frank is in the passenger seat and the dude's like you guys uh you guys need some weed and my, my buddy frank is like no we're straight bro thanks and he's like oh because i could have sworn i heard you say and then he walked away. <laughs> we were in a car. We were like in a sealed car. And this guy is like about to say that he heard That's us a, say something. That is a genius enterprising man though. Oh my you God. You go to a place that serves yeah. horrible oh. food for you late at night. And he's like, look, it was, you guys yeah. probably already have some, but you might be out now. Yeah. Um, he's an entrepreneur. Yeah, he is. Oh, it was so funny. I will say – I just will say one thing that, that my – I won't act like my game – all my gaming was social because it certainly wasn't. Oh, mine either. Uh, 
like because I, I played a lot of JRPGs when I was a kid and stuff. Sure. But a lot yeah. of it, even then, like I remember being like six or so and when, when, or seven when Final Fantasy IV came out too on SNES. My brother used to like everyone would go to bed. My brother was eighteen at the time, and then like when everyone went to bed, he would like come knock on my door and be like, "Come on!" and like and sneak me into his room, and then we played Final Fantasy IV until late, like early in the morning, or whatever, on school nights, That's which was really awesome. stupid. When I was a kid, yeah, I was like totally irresponsible. But it was <laughs> but it was fun. But and then like playing with Mario Party is a good example. I used to go yeah. to my friends, but then we would play Mario Party for a few hours, and then we go out in the pool and like. Exactly. Have fun, do those kinds of I mean, things. You guys experiment. <laughs> and exactly. it, it, that's that was Greg's thing. <laughs> uh, but but like the point is, is that there was balance, and I feel like that that's what's lacking today. Is there's no balance. You know, well, that's a bl- that's, that's a broad that's, stroke that's, statement. I mean, I don't know if it's balanced as much as there's just sti- the video games are more prevalent, and there's a lot of bad parents out get, there who if, don't if, pay attention. If, if we're having you know, a get off my lawn old man moment. I feel like it's also because all these kids have cell phones and everything, too. So they feel way more mm. connected with their friends yeah. than I ever did. So I was constantly always going over to a friend's house because I was like, man, I need yep. social interaction. I remember back in the day when like Dick Tracy came out. And I was like, how awesome would it be if me and all my friends had Dick Tracy watches? So you could like communicate and say, party over here. And, like, like, and now everybody has that technology and more <laughs> at their fingers. Do you remember when the phones you used to actually like have to like, oh, shit, I need to go home to call this dude so he can come over and you have to like go, oh man. It was amazing. Amazing time before. It, it was strange too, like just answering the house phone, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, not my dad's not here right now. Yeah, not my, knowing oh, who's on the other side. Oh, my dad's not here right now. I take me right down the message. Like by the year 2000 or so, I, everyone in my house was just ignoring the, the you, house phone. You screen the call? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not for me. Let the answer machine. I, I loved that I was talking to my mom on the, on the phone, like at one point, and she was like, yeah, I think. Uh, I think me and Dewey, who's my stepdad, I think we're finally going to just give up the house phone. I really don't know why we still have one. Yeah. And I was like, it's totally true. You just don't need a landline <sighs> no, anymore. Don't. It's dumb. Anyways. Moving on. Speaking of really dumb things, Dragon Age 2 <laughs> is selling very well. According to Bioware, Dragon Age 2 is past the million mo- sold mark. That's dumb. It's dumb. You don't like Dragon No, I think, it's, I think it's awesome, actually. <laughs> 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 million sold. See, that? I, I, I appreciate that they're like, we sold a million. I swear, people have this totally misconstrued idea now of what is success. Like they're like, "Oh, so and so game only sold a few th- a few hundred thousand. What a failure!" Are you kidding me? Like back in the day, that would have been like a success for anything. Like as far as I'm concerned, as long as they make money, it should totally. be considered a success. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Make the you're in the green, cool or black in the black. It's called the black. Whatever. I don't fucking know. I don't know about those finances. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Let me tell you about how business works. <laughs> you, you got the CFO, and then you got like. Like three heads. <laughs> it's like Cerberus down there. <laughs> How does this business work? Well, we got this dog out back. <laughs> he guards the gates down. Final Fantasy uh, Five is coming to the PSN. PlayStation Network as a PS1. Uh, to the PSN. <sighs> to the PlayStation Network as PS1 Classic, at least in Europe. No word on North American release. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come. I'm sure it will too because Square realizes they're like they Nintendo. Make money. They can make money off of re-releasing. Now, yeah. here's the interesting thing is like where, why 5 and not 6? Or 7. Actually, well, seven, seven, 7, yeah, game. 7, 8, 9 are out. 5, obviously, is going to be the anthology version of the game that we got in 1999 on PlayStation, which is cool. Obviously. But, well, that's the first translation of the, of the game. Um, and that's obviously already running on PlayStation. But I, I can't help but wonder, like, what's going on with 6? 4's been getting a lot of attention. I'm playing 4 on PSP right now. Obviously, we played 4 extensively. There was a 4 remake on DS. Where is 6? And that's kind of what I'm wondering is, are we going to find a little something out about what they're doing with Final Fantasy 6? I wish, again, it was an audio uh, video ah. podcast. You got these, uh, the, we're the going to find something out. You're, you're on the internet there yeah, finding yeah, out? Is that what you do on the internet? He's on the keyboard. He's <laughs> a little mantis He's control hands. tapping around his screen. He's all over the place. I want a Final Fantasy. I'll tell you what. I, I want a Final Fantasy 6 remake really, really bad. Like, really bad. How bad? 
really bad. Okay. Yeah. So much so that he would go shoot people in public for it. That's not true. No. That's never true. Um, I would. I would actually. I, I mean, I would actually do something incredibly just crazy to get a Final Fantasy VII remake. Like I, I, I would do. I would do things that. That you just can't even imagine. <laughs> How does yours work? Uh, Codemasters' upcoming FPS, Operation Flashpoint, Red River, has been delayed. It was originally slated to come out April 26th. Now it's June 7th. That's like E3, right? It's yep, like where the it's same day Infamous comes out. Games are sent to that. So now Infamous is going to sell awful because Red River's coming out. Yep. Uh, also, EA is working on a new Burnout game. Surprise, surprise. It's called Burnout Crash. And it will be released on 360 and PS3. Crash. No Crash. other information yet is known about the upcoming title. I hope Dave Matthews does the uh, intro song. What would you say? I'm sure this crashes. Or the crash song. Man, one of my friends has what been... What would you the most, say? The most Don't buy the <laughs> I, I was just saying, I have a buddy who has been the most hardcore Dave Matthews band fan for, for since we were like since DMB was around. The fans are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, my... I mean, he actually just travels around the country sometimes just following... Yeah, yeah my fr- my, I have friends from college. Uh, my friend Abby and my friend Aaron that that have probably seen them like thirty or thirty-five times, I imagine. And I've seen three eleven twenty times, and I thought that that was a lot, but it's twenty. Yeah, you've seen three eleven twenty times. Yeah, wow. I haven't you even seen my fan. own brother play that many times, <laughs> and he's been a musician my whole life. For twenty times. Does anybody care about states. this burnout game? No, I don't. I, I, I'm predicting there will be crashes in it. Yeah, I maybe just crash mode again. That's I'll totally, I'll totally get, I'll, I'll totally play more burnout. Okay. Yep. Um. And then White Knight Chronicles 2. Come oh, on. yeah. It's coming. Come to the PS3. How excited are you, Clemens? Oh, not at all. And I'm so glad Colin is not on the guides team anymore because yeah, he can it. actually re- review that. That's fine. I actually didn't – you know, I didn't hate the White Knight, the original. I, I didn't think the original White Knight Chronicles was a, a, even a good game, but I thought it was passable game. You know? I just think that – But when, you beat it. I didn't beat it. When you have semi-broken combat, you have failed to make a good game at all. I enjoy semi-broken combat every so often. Do you? Okay. Cool. That's why I enjoyed – no, never mind. <laughs> I was going to try and burn you on something, but that's no, there's no point. Colin, so, yeah. Burnout's not out. No. But if I wanted to buy a game this week, where could I go to find out what games had come out? I don't know, because we don't have the, we don't have the list of stuff. Well, Red Faction came out this week. No, 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 no. no You're no, getting the, ahead the, of yourself I don't there, think, buddy. I, all right, so I forgot to hit the list for oh, the official PSN IGN update. list of upcoming PlayStation software and all the platforms by the IGN editors. But I don't think anything came out. You said maybe a Cabela game came there out There was like week. a couple of hunting games that came out okay, this week. But nothing, yeah. nothing else. Like, this, was a, this was a busy morning for us here. So no I problem. I uh, have Clements, your... what came on the, the uh, digital front? I got your downloadable fix right yeah. here. All right, so uh, for PlayStation Plus users, as was mentioned earlier, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Dual Invaders Minis are free and exclusive to PlayStation Plus subscribers. Finally. Anyway, here we go. Downloadable games. We got Star Drone for $7.99. Uh, do, I didn't it's like it. It's a high-speed nope. action thriller with a mix of arcade action, pinball, breakout, physics, and collect the objects. You watched this. You played this a while, a you while ago. You might as well have really? just described. It is a game with game elements. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? You're like, you're like this, little, you're this little ship, and you have to like... Oh, so that's the game that, that just came out? Yeah, it was like a free Flash game, I think, on the PC, right? Yeah, that game looked whack, actually. And then, I don't think we're reviewing it just because <laughs> it it's like, whack. Uh, it's seven bucks for this free game. That <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You say we're whacked? Who said we're whacked? <laughs> I said we're whacked! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Faction Battlegrounds is also available. Colin's and been playing that. How's it coming, Colin? Uh, it's it not very not good. good. Oh. I'll review it tomorrow. Okay. Game demos. SOCOM 4 U.S. Navy SEALs multiplayer beta is available this week, as well as Russian Attack and Red Faction Battlegrounds demo. Cool. Also, <laughs> cool story, turning bro. page. 
turning page. Oh yeah, Stacking the Lost Hobo King is also available this week. That is uh, DLC for And if you uh, got that for free uh, off double of your stacking. PSN Gold account, why not buy the DLC and show them a little love if you like it? PSN Gold account? I don't no, know what that is. You don't is. know what you're talking about. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you're PlayStation, element. PlayStation Plus, but the plus is gold. They represent it as a gold fucking plus thing. That's true. Okay. Well, I was thinking it was kind of yellowish. PlayStation Gold yeah. fucking plus thing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking plus thing. Uh, also, PSP Minis, we have 321 Super Crash packaged with Dr. Minigames. Dr. Minigames. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Minigames. It's the best name ever. Also, Fish Tank. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty inspired also, also, next week is coming Toaster Browser. <laughs> <laughs> Screen saver. <laughs> fish Tank. <laughs> Dr. Minigames and Fish Tank. Rubenstein and Co. are are running out of ideas. I think the baby's taking over. The baby is taking over. Baby Rubenstein's been making these games lately. Uh, Pick of the week. Lost Dissidia. Hobo? Duodecum. Lost Hobo? Stacking DLC? <laughs> uh, I guess. I've I read know. good things. I haven't played stacking yet. I would say Lost Hobo. So far, the Double Fine guys have been on fire with their downloadable games. Yeah, they I'm, really found their, well, uh, what I, they should be doing, their market. I'm more excited for Trenched, actually. I think that game's going to be fair. cool. That's uh, fair. Trenched, I've only seen it in action at PAX, and I was like, eh. Meh. You know what downloadable game I'm excited about? It's unrelated, but we did put up a, a, a preview of it this week. What's Out- that? Is Outland. Yes, Outland is awesome. Housemark's new game. Housemark yeah. is awesome. Housemark is awesome. That Outland game was is, uh, a lot of fun. the game from the Out of This World people? No. 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 Housemark. Like Housemark. Dead Nation. Uh, Superstar oh, 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 oh. It's the, you know, you're running around like you. So is Outland also a twin stick shooter? No. No, it's not. No, it's a platformer with like some puzzle elements and stuff. I played it at PAX. Really, really fun. It's really good. Like, it's I, right I around the corner from where you remember when you ran into me when I was getting the Call of Wars demo? Yeah. Quick aside, don't 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 be excited for Call of Wars. Uh, Man, yeah, right around the corner from that was Outland. That and game that looked like unpolished ass. Out, yes, Call Call of Wars did. Yeah. Did. I want to see a polished ass, son. Well, <laughs> Anthony dropped in drawers. <laughs> I was about to say something mean, so I won't. Oh okay. wow! Wow. All right. That's really? Fair. Well, it's probably better that you oh, don't. Jeez. All right. Pick of the week. Mean to Hobo me. Hobo King. Like Anthony said, if you got it for free, go ahead. Nail it. Uh, we should do trophy tips this week. Too. Just the tips. Just the tips. All right, what do you got for me? Uh, so let's talk a moment <laughs> about Tomb Raider Collection. Let's do it. That's been out. Clements reviewed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here. Uh, it's pretty good for trophies. I got the yeah, platinum in Tomb Raider Legend. How long did it take? It took me like 15 hours. Jesus Christ. And then I'm playing Tomb Raider Anniversary right now, and yeah. I'm getting the trophies in that. That's a pretty – I'm using a walkthrough because I'm really bad at pu- solving puzzles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that one will be, I'll get the platinum in that eventually too, maybe this weekend. Okay. And then Tomb Raider Underworld, I don't know what the story is with the, the trophies in that, but they're, they're, it's a package like Sly, where if you're looking for a trophies, you might as well just pick it up or whatever. And I gotta be honest, I'm gonna write maybe a story about it in the next couple weeks, but playing these games has given me a revitalized appreciation of Tomb Raider. Really? To be honest with you. That's yeah. interesting. Why is that? Just because you're like, oh, this is funner. Because uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about it, speaking of things that'd be offended about, Anthony, is yeah. this... When we think of Tomb Raider, we think of Lara Croft. When we think of Lara Croft, we think of uh, uh, her, her, how well endowed she is, right? I mean, that's like kind of her shtick, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but what I'm wondering is, like, why, why are we so focused on those things? Like, why do they even do that to her in the beginning? With obviously, it's to get that that male draw. But when you really get to know the character, like, she's intelligent. A sm- an intelligent archaeologist. She's well spoken. She's an adventurer. She's 
She's good at using guns and going through temples. I mean, she's a talented woman. And then, but then they have to like sexualize her. And I'm and I'm wondering like well, I that's think they're kind trying of... to get away with that with the new one. Yeah. Anyways, they're trying to abandon that. It's kind of whack because like it was never really necessary. <laughs> There's whack again. Yeah. You're bringing it back. I, I think, am bringing it I back. I think they felt beholden to it just because the original game had that appeal to it. So then somehow they felt like they had to stick with this character. Now here's here's uh this is an argument, man. We we're repeating a little bit. I, we had this uh, discussion on Unlocked a little bit yesterday. But here's an argument I that might be controversial, but I don't think there's any problem with having a well-endowed female character in a game. But it's I mean, all about how that character is presented. So if Lara Croft is, you know, just happens to be really curvy, but she's wearing like the appropriate clothing, and there's and the camera like has, you know, is just treats her as a character on screen. Like I think that's fine. And actually, I was mo- like when I was this is weird, but when I was playing uh, the Lara Croft whatever collection um, <laughs> when I was playing that I was actually more attracted to the character than when she's just going around on screen like doing her cool acrobatics and like moving around like a human being yeah. I thought that was more interesting and and appealing than like when the camera like zooms in on her chest and it's like oh hey look at this yeah yeah, I, I mean, mean, no. I mean, I, think, I, I actually want to see her like jump around and do cool shit that I can't do in real life. I think it's know? perfectly fine to have good-looking characters, but you're right. It's like, it's like you can have a, a good-looking character like Nathan Drake, right? Who's like a handsome, charming man, mm-hmm. but he dresses like a dude that's going out and doing these things you expect would do it. Whereas she's like, I'm gonna go into this jungle where there's gonna be all these horrible things. Ah, I'm gonna wear shorts that are barely gonna cover my ass. Yeah. And then ah, my boobs, whatever. Top, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was the thing. Is like the, the opening sequence of Tomb Raider Anniversary. She's going into this this uh, temple in Peru, or whatever. It's snowing, and she's got her shorts on and like her midriff showing. Which is like that's cool, but like I guess what I'm saying is like <laughs> that's I, cool. <laughs> that's cool. I, I mean that's fine, but like I guess what I'm saying is like that sex appeal isn't really necessary because I actually really got to enjoy the character just exactly. by listening to her talk. Exactly. And, and like the the, the I totally. Agree. But, like, having not played a Tomb Raider game since Tomb Raider 3 on PlayStation, which I got for Christmas in 1998, so, I mean, this was a long time ago, <laughs> yeah. like, like, I, I, that was my lasting impression was, like, oh, it was this girl with pixelated boobs, and that's why everyone cares about her, and it was kind of lame, and I wasn't really even into that game at the time, and I just wanted to try it. But now I'm going back, and I'm like, this is a cool character, and, like, I want to go back and play these other games, and I kind of, it kind of sucks that people on the outside, like me, even in the games industry, yeah. look at her as being just a sexualized woman when really she's actually a really cool character. She's if, like one of the coolest characters I've encountered in yeah, a long yeah. time. And I, they, and I think they're trying to combat that with the new game. That's yeah. their whole goal. If, they're, if, they, if they had just treated that character differently from the start, she could, she could have been another Samus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if she was just hand designed a little bit differently, the costumes, like, you know, costume design was different, and then camera angles but are But in different. a way, we're, I mean, we're... Ignoring when she came out. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, she, it was so long ago. T- in like the splash she made, like as m- many people knew Tomb Raider, it would have been less if there wasn't a nude code fiasco. Yeah. If there wasn't two huge breasts on the cover of the game. Um. I mean, I, I mean, I understand that, and I understand what you're saying. Now, now yeah. the game's progressed so far. Why didn't they? But anniversary, of course, was redoing what the first game was right, right I, on the PS2. I actually thought it was really fucking brilliant and th- th- this is going to make me sound terrible like the beginning of Underworld the first stage that you're in uh, in Tomb Raider Underworld which is I guess it's the latest one before the yeah, one they're working on she's now. She's in right? a wetsuit. She's in a wetsuit. This is what's brilliant about that. It's incredibly practical and it makes total sense but you you still get to enjoy that like okay this is this physically fit really attractive woman and she's wearing something that she has to wear for scuba diving. You know, and yes, it was like unzipped a little bit at the top, and that probably could have not happened. But I, but like at that point, I was like, hey, this totally that totally makes sense. It's an attractive character. She's wearing a wetsuit, no problem. Contextually for the environment, 
I will say sense. that uh, Tomb Raider games, speaking of like her being a good character, have always had a, a, a bad disconnect, though, with like uh, the same thing that happens in something like Grand Theft Auto 4, where you're like, oh, this Nico Bellic guy, he's actually like, you kind of feel for him. He's like a an immigrant trying to make his way, except for the times when you're just going in between missions for no and driving over people, and there's no like him speaking like, oh, this is probably a bad thing. Why am I doing this? I, I, exactly. And it's the same thing with Laura Croft. She is... Supposed to be a smart, brilliant archaeologist, and all that bitch does is kill tigers. It kills endangered species and destroys relics. She sees a pot. She's like, oh, cool. Thousand-year-old piece of uh, pottery. Kick. I want that fucking gem in there. (laughs) (laughs) Then she drunkenly jumps to her death. That's that's just a disconnect with gameplay versus story. I know. I I just think that's something they should try and address. It would be cool if she had, like, if the player could opt to use, like, a tranquilizer gun on animals. Or how about just have something where she does more archaeology? She's supposed to be like an archaeologist. She yeah, I, I, I think that'd be really cool. Like, why does she even have to have? Like, she can have a pistol, but like, why does she have to brandish it all the time? You know, or or like honestly, Dangerous like that that game I think is just as exciting when you're doing platform and p- platforming and puzzle solving. It almost doesn't. That's need what the I always like. Mechanics. I always like Tomb Raider for those moments and not for having to fight a bear. And, yeah, and the, combat, fact, the combat's broken. I think. Yeah, the, fact, the combat in Legend I thought was broken. The combat dumb. is lame. I mean, it's so bad really that they have to just have you auto-lock on. So basically all you're doing is jumping around and shooting I mean, and pressing a button. That's one of the reasons I love Uncharted is it's like, hey, let's have all this awesome platforming and puzzle solving. Oh, BTW, it, we also have a combat system that works. It's, it's like fun. a legitimate yeah. shooter. And again, you're also fighting bad guys. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah Drake is one of the most notorious mass murderers of all time. <laughs> he, that's <laughs> but, true, though. But, but yeah. He has to defend himself, but it's, dude. But it's, fu- it's fun. Like, it's just it's funny. Like I guess I never really made, having played Tomb Raider so long ago and then kind of forgetting about it, made Making the connection of like there would be no Uncharted without Tomb Raider, and totally. it's it's like it's kind of funny playing these games and kind of really coming to terms with that. You know that Uncharted owes everything to these Tomb Raider games, but yeah. they they have a strong male lead instead, like Anthony said, and he's a smart guy too, but he's like not overtly masculine without his shirt trying to appeal yeah, to a woman. Yeah, and that's he's something. not even overtly masculine to the point where he's not like a Marcus Phoenix where nothing scares him. He gets scared. That's like why you love him because he gets scared. He gets. Afraid, he gets heartbroken. He says he gets what you're hurt. thinking. He says exactly. what you're thinking a lot. He too, is right? like a real human being. I, when when uh, you know, looks like there's a shit ton out there. More like two shit tons. That's not <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> All right, we've done some good today. Let's let's answer some more questions. Yeah, okay. let's do it. Um, Colin. Yes. I got one for you here. Okay. Uh, at least I think this was you. Oh. Jack. Jack's calling you to task. Of course, Jack wrote into Beyond at IGN.com. You can do the same if you have a question you want to be on the show. He says, "Great podcast." Just like to say on the recent podcast, you mentioned that Infamous was a better game than Arkham Asylum. Blasphemy! No, it isn't. Arkham Asylum is insane, and which makes Infamous look like a game for two-year-olds with its average narrative and quirky controls. <laughs> Just wondering if the culprit would care to elaborate. I think that was you, right? Didn't you? Yeah, say I said that. Well, yeah. inf- I mean, first of all, it's an opinion. Uh, second of all, okay, calm down. Don't get all cranky. No, it's, I'm not cranky. I'm, all right. Uh, Infamous is a is a great game. It's a it's a huge sandbox game. I mean, I think I think uh, I liked Arkham Asylum a lot. I think Arkham Asylum was an awesome game. And it gave you, I mean, it took a lot of elements from games I really enjoy, which is something I really liked about it. Uh, but it gave you more of an illusion of it being a sandbox, and it was actually much more closed in than, than I would have liked. The one cool thing that it does, which I wish Infamous did too, although it would really be impossible, is you're able to go in and out of buildings, and then you're exploring the terrain around the areas as well, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but it's like saying, someone said uh, something to me in a, in a comment on a Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3 story I, I wrote, which Anthony has read through the comments, whatever, and he said, comparing Mega Man 2 to Mega Man 3 is like, is like and which one's better, is like saying, is it better to have a million dollars or two million dollars? And I kind of feel like that's a great that's analogy in, in this. It's like, Arkham Asylum is a great game. Infamous, in my opinion, is a even better. Infamous was the best game in 2009, in my opinion, hands down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
I love how much you love it. It makes me happy. I love seeing people happy. And if any, and if any game beat it that year, it was Shadow Complex, not Arkham Asylum. But uh, Arkham Asylum beat it. In the Greg Miller poll. Yeah, you think you, so? Review, you think I reviewed both. Than, this this was the best part of having the the hundred point scale is that I gave Uncharted a nine one, I gave Infamous a nine two, and I gave a, a, a Arkham Asylum a nine three. <laughs> so they all got nine point then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd all. I guess they'd all be on a level playing field yeah. now, Colin. Right up there with the city of Duo Decum. The city of Cockum, I believe. By the way, can I another conversational podcast? Right. All right. I found out that I've been wrong the entire time. Now I know I know that we all jokingly call Dissidia Dukakum, yeah. which is fun and it's funny, Lols, Lolsville. But I've always been saying, oh, but the actual pronunciation is Duodecum because it's like Duodecium, which is like the Latin or something. And I mean, like that's just like it's a hard C or whatever. Now technically that's right, but everyone in the game, I got to a point in the game where now every time you boot it up, like a character will say the title of the game as it comes up on the screen, which is it's just like a little bonus feature. Yeah, yeah. They all say Duodecim. Ah. So I guess te- I, I, according to the game itself, it is Duodecim. According to the game, are there two C's or one C? It's one C. Oh, I guess I could say a decimal. Yeah, but it's uh, it's supposed to be a hard C, and even Square, Decision. even Square Enix, like representatives of the developer slash publisher, they told me it's Duodecum, and the game does not think that it. The game thinks it is Duodecum. Could just be a voice acting uh, error, just like uh, Origami. Nope. Well, I, I, Origami no, killer. Well, that's true, but like everyone in the uh, yeah, Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> we must defeat that. You Mega Man. <laughs> I love that. I love the Mega Man 8 voice acting because it's clear they did it in one take and I go, let's get that yep. out of here. And they got a homeless man from off the street. They make to do mistakes the, the and they just of... keep it going. Like they, like they stumble over their lines. It's so good. So That's why that game sucks. That's a good question. Where we... <laughs> <laughs> like that's how he actually sounds. He's terrible. We have to get Dr. Wiley. Get Dr. Wiley. <laughs> Colin, yes. Christian has an easy question for you. Okay. I was just wondering if you guys still record podcasts during the summer. No, we're off from school, so we 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 go home. We go home. This is our career. This is our career, Christian. There will be podcast. Fucker, man, I wish I got summer break still. Yeah, you would. Uh, Nate writes in and says, "This is Nate. I was curious who's reviewing SoCom Four. Thanks, uh, Jack DeVries reviewing SoCom Four. Oh, really? Bitch. Look for it next week. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somehow he beat Anthony bitch. Guyos to the punch in on that one. Because I asked Greg, and Greg said, "Yeah, you can review it." But then I forgot to ask Damon, who actually writes up the calendar, <laughs> and Damon gave it to Jack. <laughs> I yes. Given the time constraints you lads and ladies are under, as per your occupation, Anonymofo says, if you had more time in the day, how would you spend it? Please note, if the answer is play more video games or work more, please specify what you'd like to play more or work on. Please try to think of aspirations outside of these two things, i.e. I would like to spend more time exercising with my family, write the great American novel, etc. This is for everybody. Mm, uh, that's a good question. Anymofo. Uh- <laughs> Um, let's see. I would love, I mean, I would love to have more time in the day to play games for fun, if only to expand my knowledge base of recent games. Because I'm currently under a very strict strict schedule, which I will not bore people with because I talked about before. But I try and work out almost every day. And after a train ride home and then working out and then going to pick up dinner and then eating and then stretching and then cleaning, uh, like I, I'm basically like, okay, shower and then go to bed. Like I have no... There's no time there for me to like sit down for an hour or two to play a game, and it kind of sucks. But that's a personal choice that I've made. Anthony, what would you do? Three things. Yeah. One, I would uh, learn more about 
modding Unreal 3 and doing more programming. Okay. That's been something I've been trying to learn slowly but surely. You're uh, sitting on your phone. Uh, two, <laughs> I would spend more time painting my Warhammer figures because I have a whole dwarf army I'm slowly but surely trying to get to. Yes. And three, I would work on this book idea I've had for a long time. Hell yeah. About people living with bugs. That's what it's about. People living with giant bugs as a source of energy. I started writing it. I never finished it. This sounds awesome. This I want to read this story. It's, it's not fiction. <laughs> Colin. Um, the one thing that came to mind, and Anthony already touched on it, is uh, I've had an idea for a book for a long time, maybe four years or so, and it really, I really started to develop in my mind during the like when the recession began. Um, because that has to do with the end. Is of it the alternate United history? Well, it has to do with the end of the United States. The the but like the Jeez. the Colin Manifesto. But uh, it it I really think it's an awesome idea. I like really love the idea. It's just I don't have time to like really flesh it out. Yeah. So that would that would be what I would do. I play enough games as it is, and I watch enough Roseanne, so I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Greggy? Mine would be simple. Yeah, I'd play more games. I would get more trophies. Uh, and I would also. Uh, You're gonna need more trophies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would also <laughs> uh, email more. You know, be on the my IGN more. I feel like I don't have enough time, but I, I get I want I like reading all those blogs. That's the best thing about this iPad. Now I can lay in bed and read the blogs. But mm-hmm. still, even then, I'm tired by the end of the day. I don't get to them all. That's a, that's honestly one of the the only reason I play PSP the most. Like I actually play it more than my consoles now is because after I'm done okay. showering and oh. I get into oh, you bed, bed, I can play in bed before I go to sleep. It's a it is. The you don't have your TV in your room. Uh, no, uh, although there's no room for it. Mm. Um, the, the the unfortunate thing is there have been many cutscenes that I don't remember because I watch I finish watching them right as like my brain is sort of like starting to shut down. So I'll wake up the next morning and I'll be like, what the fuck happened to that character? I do not remember his his fate, and that's a shame. Mm, that is a shame. Yeah. Okay. What are you gonna do? Final question or comment. It's back to the vegetarian argument. Oh, oh here we uh, go. It continues to rage. Anthony's Anthony a is a vegetarian, so we'll be able to... Anthony, have you, kept, have you been kept apprised of the situation here? The other, the other two podcasts ago, Colin called vegetarians and vegans stupid. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. <laughs> and the Beyond Nation was offended and wrote uh, in many an email last week that. to yell at him. Then they, they talked it out a bit. But Colin still didn't come off that well, so there are a lot of comments on the article. I'm sure Colin said something like, some of them can be stupid or something. He didn't even say that. It wasn't that they're all stupid. I don't think Colin would make blatant statements. All right, well, before we get any further, Matt wrote in to tell you, Colin, of course, eating eggs is not eating chickens because they're not fertilized. I I had the conversation with one of the women at at the the meet and greet. greet. Thanks to everybody who came to the meet and greet on 80s. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, we had the WonderCon meet and greet on Saturday. Awesome, awesome turnout. You guys were great. much fun. Sorry, we forgot about that. Loved all of you. Matt also says, I believe the strongest argument in favor of of vegetarianism is that it is the most sustainable diet to consume on a large scale. I don't know. Yeah, if I was going to make an argument about vegetarianism, it has nothing to do anymore with with the moral aspect of it. The moral aspect may be part of the reason I personally do it, but to me it's more a problem with factory farming. Like, And I'm not saying that there couldn't be farms where they grew meat sustainably, and there are some that do it, but... The vast majority of farming and stuff to serve people so much so cheap is because people are so willing to pay that much more for it is that it just creates these really horrible environmental situations. Yeah, I understand that. My, my main argument was – it was especially with – my main argument really was with vegans, which I, I, I'm like really annoyed by veganism, frankly. But, but with vegetarianism, it's just uh, the inconsistency of it. Um, and I brought up something which so, – I'm surprised you didn't read the email. Someone – I was saying something. I'm like, why, does, why do people have no problem killing plants? Which is which is laughable, and then someone sent. A, did you see that thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone talked about a New, a New York Times. Yeah, like a New York Times article or whatever, which they, I looked up because he didn't give us the link, and I read it, and it was basically saying that like we're starting to learn more about how plants are like 
not necessarily feel pain the way we do, but, but like they, there's no a chemical when, reaction when they get cut. Yeah, like they know when they're hurt and they like warn other plants that this is bad around them, like plant, like like plants to like sure. raise their defenses and stuff. And and I guess what I'm just saying is like a like we're made to eat meat, and b like we would be, really be the only species that actively tries to counter our inherent nature of eating what it is. Well, we're, we're, we're the, the only, only species, species that actively tries to, tries to get a lot in of space. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A lot of monkeys went up there. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I'm sure they, they were to- all by themselves. I'm sure they were totally into that. But I don't <laughs> want- You're not coming back. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about the vegetarian vegan thing anymore. Especially because okay, I didn't call anyone stupid. So yeah. All right, fine. Well, calm down. Uh, that's it for Reader Mail. Remember to be a part of the show beyond at IGN.com. Uh, a long time ago, Phil wrote in about a community beatdown playing Uncharted 2 as a My IGN event. That is happening because he's now done with spring break and midterm. So it's happening Sunday, April 10th. If you're interested, go to tinyurl.com. It's My IGN. UC2, capital M, lowercase y, the rest is all caps. IGN, UC2. Uh, remember, if you want to be a part of us, beyond at IGN.com. You can follow us on the Twitters at IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Ryan is Pwom Cider. Colin is No Taxation. Anthony is Chuff Money. Spell that one for him. It's two, one F. C-H-U-F Money. There you go. Hey, Greg. Money. Take me away. Uh, no, we have, we have two problems. Take that, me away. All right. We have two big problems. Oh, God, really? The, the first big problem is that I know we're already running a ver- fairly long, but I forgot to tell you that we need to do a lot of time for haiku reading. Oh, okay. yeah. Because we, right. we have all our winners. Okay. Now, if we don't have time, we can just save it for next week, which is fine. Uh, the other big problem is I forgot to get a song for the end of the show. No. So let's just we do talked the about the song yesterday. We talked about the song yesterday. I got a song to put on your flash drive. No, the song took, is set. Yeah, We're, okay, great. Set. So we can do that, but uh, I'm, I'm wondering. I mean, I have 10 haikus here. They're obviously run, short. Run them down. Is that okay? Can yeah, we remember, do that? what are they trying to win? The, these are the winners of the Swarm free code giveaway. Great. So any, every, anyone that I'm reading your haiku, which you gloriously sent into beyondatigen.com, you have won. You should check your email if you haven't already, and you should have a code waiting in your inbox from me with a Swarm code. Enjoy. And thank you for the haikus. Let's read the, some of the winners. Let's start off with. Did you, are you, what? I'm oh, listening. Are you, are you meditating? I'm, I'm waiting All right. to hear them. Uh, this first one is from Josh Willie. Oh. Pa- Pod, yes, friend Josh, of the show. Yes, friend mm-hmm. of the show, also the creator of the giant Mortal Kombat chart, which yes. we featured on our site recently. Podcast Beyond starts. Ears perk for news and hijinks. My day is complete. That's a good one. That's a good one. So wait, these are just beyond haikus? Beyond not necessarily haikus. related to Swarm? Correct. No, Correct. No, 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 yeah. okay. Some of them were, but I chose the ones that I – I chose – I went in order of when they were received. So like the early bird gets the worm. But I also <laughs> chose ones that I felt like were high quality. Or and did these all conform, conform to the actual haiku formula? 575. Okay, if good. I believe that's correct, that's which correct. it is. If I believe that's if I, correct. If, if, that, <laughs> if that is indeed Should I correct. believe that is correct? Um, and I checked all of them before. Okay. So I counted all the syllables. Next one's from Jeremy. Cherry blossoms bloom, songbirds spread, spring's sweet message, ass to ass beyond. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. This is from Thomas. PlayStation in dorm, thinking of it makes me warm. I'm so poor, need swarm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. Uh, This is from Nathan. Podcast completed, they wait for the coming storm. The Hellgast are here. (laughs) Uh, oh, Gray. Gray has a very – this is one of my favorites. Podca- uh, because Gray did uh, a classic poetry scheme where even though you're uh, finishing the line, you move on to the next one and it continues the sentence, which is a, a good technique, which I did not expect. Podcast Beyond is the trophy of PlayStation. Never question it. <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Uh, Dylan Brown writes, they talk about games. We listen to their voices. The world rejoices. 
mm-hmm. from JJ. For Colin and Greg, buying PlayStation Plus is an absolute must. <laughs> there you go. Indeed. Three more. Here we go. Chip. Thanks, Chip. <clears throat> Welcome to Beyond. Undertaker smashed the wall. Now it's a party. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to send us a fathead Undertaker that we can put on the wall. Oh, man. This is from Stone. Greg, Ryan, Colin. Beyond giveaway for Swarm. I write this to win. Which I thought was good as well. And last but not least, we have a haiku from Daniel. Play button is pressed. Beyond streams into headphones. How to change a life. <laughs> well played. Well played, everyone. Oh, man. I love the haikus. They're so good. Oh, man. That was good. Congratulations, yes. everybody. Enjoy Swarm. Yes. Courtesy and of Ryan Clements. Yes. And now, and yes, thank you to the, uh, oh, no, I forgot the publication. That, uh, or the Swarm? publisher. Yes. Oh, uh, it's Ignition. Ignition? There yes. Hothead, right, is yes. the developer. Yes, and so thank you to both of them for providing us with the codes. Yay! Yay! And now, should we end with our special yeah, song? Yeah, remember, as always, we end uh, Podcast Beyond on a song. Why don't you introduce this one? I will, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> don't, you, don't you worry <laughs> don't about you it, right? Don't you worry, little head. Uh, yeah, we ended on a song. As always, remember, you can send songs to beyond.ign.com. Today, though, we're picking a, a, a show favorite. Uh, one, Damon Hatfield has released a new album called Color Beam. This is on his Damon artist name you can search damon hatfield or color beam or color beam on the ign uh or not ign on the on, on the on itunes, iTunes. That's the we one. do not sell color beam that would yeah. be a conflict of interest yeah that'd be bad uh but this is the second track off it it's called first bass i believe it's about i believe it's about catching his first fish <laughs> no it's not i thought it was all. a story about uh, coming up with his dad and they didn't really get along but then right hey anthony how about fish. you spread your legs more so i can see your fucking equipment here <laughs> jesus anthony's lounging he's part of the conversational podcast it was a joke yeah. first first bath bath first base base it's first base oh, but, but it's, it's a play on words funny. because yeah. it's spelled like the instrument first base everybody <laughs> color beam damon hatfield go by whoa jeez enjoy
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.